Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 1st of November. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1518 and travel to Rome for All Saints Day, where Michelangelo, finishing four years work of painting the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, opened it for view to the public for the first time to celebrate a great feast day in the Christian calendar. Central to the ceiling decoration are nine scenes from the book of Genesis, of which the creation of Adam is the best known. Having an iconic standing, equalled only by Leonardo da Vinci's Mona Lisa, the hands of God and Adam being reproduced in countless imitations. The complex design includes several sets of individual figures, both clothed, clothed and nude, which allowed Michelangelo to fully demonstrate his skill in creating a huge variety of poses for the human figures, and which provided an enormously influential pattern book of models for other artists ever since. The Sistine Chapel, also known as the Capella Magna, the Great Chapel, takes its name from Pope Sixtus IV, who built it between 1473 and 1481. And since that time, the chapel has served as a place of both religious and functionary papal activity. Since the chapel's inception, the Sistine Chapel Choir has sung without the accompaniment of musical instruments, as instruments were not permitted to be played inside the chapel. This was problematic, as there was no way of giving the musical starting pitch to the choir. Instead of allowing an instrument to give the starting pitch, the solution was to allow the individual singing first to choose the starting pitch. This instruction was given after an apostolic visitation of the choir in 1630. It is not well known that the Pope's private choir was the Sistine Choir, as opposed to Saint Pe- the St. Peter's Choir. And the famous piece of music, Allegre's Miserere, one of the most loved, discussed and performed pieces of classical music, was composed in the 1630s for the exclusive use of the Sistine Choir during Holy Week in the Sistine Chapel. Much of the fame comes from a story, maybe apocryphal, of the young Mozart transcribing it from memory after a single hearing, something that was specifically forbidden by the Vatican authorities under pain of excommunication. Today the Sistine Chapel is the site of the Papal Conclave, the process by which a new Pope is selected. However, the fame of the Sistine Chapel lies mainly in the frescoes that decorate the interior, most particularly the ceiling and the Last Judgment, both by Michelangelo. The ceiling's various painted elements form part of a larger scheme of decoration within the chapel, as well as paintings by Botticelli and a set of large tapestries by Raphael. And taken as a whole, the last judgment on the final on the sanctuary wall it illustrates much of the doctrine of the catholic church 
The ceiling was painted by Michelangelo between 1508 and 1512 under the patronage of Pope Julius II. Some art historians now consider the project of painting the ceiling to have changed the course of Western art and it's regarded as one of the major artistic accomplishments of human civilization. Michelangelo would return 20 years later in a different political climate after the sack of Rome between 1534 and 1541 to paint the Last Judgment for Popes Clement VII and Paul III. See the podcast of March the 6th and August the 6th. More about this. To be able to reach the ceiling, Michelangelo needed a support and he created a flat wooden platform on brackets built out from holes in the wall high up near the top of the windows. Contrary to popular belief, he did not lie on the scaffolding while he painted, but he painted from a standing position. And he used bright colours easily visible from the floor. On the lowest part of the ceiling, he painted the ancestors of Christ. And above this, he alternated male and female prophets with Jonah over the altar. On the highest section, Michelangelo painted nine stories from the book of Genesis. He was originally commissioned to paint only 12 figures, the Apostles, and he turned down the commission because he saw himself as a sculptor and not a painter. But the Pope offered to allow Michelangelo to paint biblical scenes of his own choice as a compromise. After the work was finished, there were more than 300 figures. His figures showed the creation, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden and the Great Flood. And the painted area is about 131 foot long by 43 foot wide. That means that Michelangelo painted well over 5,000 square feet of frescoes. Restoration began on the 7th of November 1984 and the chapel was reopened to the public in 1994. The emergence of the brightly coloured ancestors of Christ from the gloom sparked a reaction where people feared that the process being employed in the cleaning was too severe and had removed the original intent of the artist. A decision had been made that all of the shadowy layer of animal glue and lamp black, that is the smoke deposits, the restoration team had designed a solvent that would effectively strip the ceiling down to its paint impregnated plaster. The fame of Michelangelo's paintings has drawn multitudes of visitors to the chapel ever since they were revealed 500 years ago. And the great German dramatist Johann Wolfgang Goethe said, Without having seen the Sistine Chapel, one can form no appreciable idea of what one man is capable of achieving. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at John Navoni's publication of his book on Christ called Triumph Through Failure, which would prove to have a big influence on Pope Francis. And as we are coming towards the end of a year of podcasts, it's unlikely that next year I'll be able to keep up producing a daily podcast, unless funding allows it. So if you wish to support us, or you can suggest themes for a series of podcasts for next year, please email us on pogppod at gmail.com. 
pogppod at gmail.com. Our archives can be found at www.pogp.net. And if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.